You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yo, yo. This is Marcus and Eddie here with the Average Sports Guys podcast. That is right. Today is Friday, December 18th. Um, Man, it's already Friday, December 18th. My goodness, this month has gone fast. Um, Today, this is episode 52, man. Yep, 52. 52. Um, we're, We're churning them out, man. Yeah, for sure. That's what's up. Um, we will get into um, the scores mm-hmm. um, for our predictions last week. Yes, sir. So if you haven't listened in a while, uh, last episode, Marcus and I started, kind of changed it up a little bit. We realized that maybe calling out all of the scores in such a condensed time Um is a little time consuming. So Marcus and I, we will of course um, pick our teams. Mm-hmm. Marcus with the Eagles, Eddie with the Washington football team. So whoever we're playing that week, we're definitely going to have them um, as part of our uh, predictions. And then what we're going to do is try to pick some teams that have either playoff implications since we're towards the end of the season, only three games left, um, or just matchups that we kind of feel are juicy or could be good. Um, right. So we went with the first game, Colts Raiders. Um, Colts won that one. Yes, they did. Um, I predicted the Colts would win. Thank you. Yep. Marcus picked the Raiders. Um, next up is Washington football team against the San Francisco 49ers. I picked the Niners again, sticking with superstition. Um, Marcus smartly picked the Washington football team. Yep. Uh, Washington did win that game, um, which I'll break that down later. Um, so Marcus got a point there. there- Eagles Saints. We both picked the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, I think conventional wisdom would tell you that we should have picked the Saints. Right. But I also said there was a caveat. It's something about the Eagles when they play the Saints, it's always seems to be a tough game. Dogfight. So uh, that held true. You guys edged that one out. Yep. None of us got any points there. Mm-hmm. Giants cards, uh, we both picked the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we both got a point there. Steelers, Bills. I picked the Bills. You picked the Steelers, I believe. Or No, no, no. No, no I picked the Bills. You picked the Steelers. No, 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 I no, no. I was not. Remember, I'm, I'm, I'm still petty towards the oh, Steelers because right. we beat them. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so we My both fault. picked the Bills. <laughs> that's right. My bad. We did um, the Bills. Yep. So nobody got any points there. Um, and then the Monday night game, uh, we thought was gonna be a good matchup, divisional, um, with the Ravens and the Browns. Mm-hmm. I picked the Browns like a dummy. Um, <laughs> Marcus, Marcus picked the Ravens. So Marcus ended up getting four correct, and I got three. So let's go. The last two weeks we ended in a tie. Last week I think we both got ten right. Yep. And then. Um, the week before we got nine, mm-hmm. so Marcus wins this time, four to three. It's all good. Yeah, so let's get into well before we do our picks. You and I were talking before we started recording, mm-hmm. and that Ravens Browns game was good. It was great. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say Lamar Jackson is a genius. You want to know why he's a genius? <laughs> Tell us. You got to let us know. Yo, in the fourth quarter, this dude said he had a cramp 
That's right. complete bull. This dude went to the bathroom to take a deuce. You know what I'm saying? And he, I guess he had, you know, lemon pepper wings with the mumbo sauce earlier before the game <laughs> and it started to come out. And he wanna look he wanna get embarrassed on the field. So, you know, he had to take a deuce. You know what I'm saying? Came back out and walked. Which the they g- said he got an IV. He got so. nah. That man, that man took a mean one. You see how he was running towards the door and he, he was, was moving the dude out the way. He said, move, right. move, 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 move. Exactly. He ran out like the, yo. That poop was spicy. <laughs> you know, McSorley did. You know, he did enough. But you know, it's just not Lamar Jackson because everybody knows as soon as that man steps on the field, it's a problem. It's it's that RPO situation that which they went back to. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And you know you got to live with his legs or live with his arm. I mean, both of them are a problem. So he went back in, you know, went ahead and went the go-ahead touchdown to um, Marquise Brown, you know, Hollywood Brown, mm-hmm. who dropped, what, three passes earlier? Yeah. And went back to him, right? Yep. So my theory is he's like, all right, bet, you know, I know I can win this. It's the Browns, you know. Um, I'm doing pretty well with this game. So I'm going to go into the locker room. I'm going to take a deuce. I'm going to deuce in their bathroom. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to come back on the field. And I'm going to deuce on them again. So I'm going to hit them with two deuces and – it takes about eight flushes to take me down. And that's that was his whole mindset. But he denied <laughs> it in the press conference, which I was kind of mad at because, you know, you know, we was talking, you know, before the game about this whole situation. He just backed off of it. But it's all good. <laughs> um, but, yo, for real, um, no, seriously, shout out to Lamar. Um, and that was like literally, in my opinion, one of the best games of the season um, on both sides of the ball because um, Baker was was baking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, you know, when you got that stout run game in the backfield with um, Nick Chubb and, and uh, Cream, Cream Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, yeah, dudes are dirty. Um, J.K. Dobbins got off. Um, it was it was just a great overall game. I enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. Um, I thought I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. Um, interesting fact. So it was I think it was just before the half Baker Mayfield threw that like Hail Mary. Oh yeah, it was like the longest pass um, in NFL history. Yeah, something crazy. like that, which is so, weird. I didn't. Dumb. It seems like Aaron Rodgers or somebody would have done that. But, yep. um, but yeah, no. So I even tweeted about it. I was like, man, the Ravens. But like, finally, there was like a good primetime game, right? Um, because even watching the Steelers Bills game, right? Like, mm-hmm. Steelers just they seemed dull. They did, you know, just like stale bread. Yep. Um. And I mean that clearly wasn't the Bills' best performance, it wasn't. but you know it's going to be a dogfight. That, that's the thing, right? So anybody listening, um, that even may happen to be a Steelers fan, like I'm not, I'm not um, taking anything away from them in general. Like you don't get right. to eleven and zero by accident, right? Nope. I get it. Everybody's going back, myself included. Mm-hmm. It was saying, look at who they've played. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't really played like a quality opponent outside of a few teams, right. but. They just, again, they just seemed flat. So the Bills got the better of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was a good game in that regard. It was. The funniest thing ever, though, I think somebody from the Bills, I, I want to say they had an interception. I don't know if it was a pick six. It might have been a pick six. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you know how the defense always runs out to wherever those little cams are, at those little camera things and yeah, screens yeah. At, the end of the, sure. at the end of the end zone, and they're mm-hmm. like partying. Mm-hmm. So they come back to the sideline. And they're all like dancing and, you know, mucking it up and everything. Right. And I'm dying laughing because I see Josh Norman over there dancing. (laughs) And all I'm thinking about is like, yo, a few weeks ago, Derrick Henry threw you like he threw you for a first down. Right. Like, (laughs) and I'm just like, somebody take this man's helmet. For sure. No, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. Um, All right. So let's 
quickly do these picks, mm-hmm. the week 15 picks. Um, first one up, we have Eagles versus Cardinals. So I'm going to continue with the Eddie mantra um, <laughs> of denying, you know, my Eagles uh, the win because it's apparently working right now. Mm-hmm. As, as, as much as I'm fitted with a complete Eagles gear right now, like from head to toe, mm-hmm. um, I'm still going to pick against them. And I'm going to say Kyler is going to run all over us. Um, wink wink but nah <laughs> but he just might but though. he really but he just might though like you can't find him you know he runs he throws a beautiful ball he's got literally um one of the best like tandem receivers sets of tandem receivers in the league and larry fitz and and, and uh, d hop like what are you gonna yeah. do so um on top of that their defense isn't bad uh either so i'm going with the cardinals in this situation yeah i'm gonna go cardinals too um for a few reasons right um i think now that there's a little bit of film on jalen hurts right they may be able to do something again i don't Mm -hmm. think the cardinals defense are world beaters they're not bad right Right. but um they may be able to do just enough to Mm -hmm. slow him down or contain him because i believe he what threw for one touchdown and one interception last week yeah that yeah because yeah that's that interception was like a tip ball situation but i mean oh that's right it's still an int yeah 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 um so I, I think maybe they'll try to design or disguise some coverages to kind yep. of confuse him. Mm-hmm. Um, that and then Eagles have to travel. Yes, we do. Um, to me, there is something to be said, right, especially with COVID. So typically teams, if you're playing Sunday, they would fly out like Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of COVID, it seems like they're flying out um, Saturdays, right? Right. Um, because like you see on – well, I see on – bug rivera's instagram Mm -hmm. like they're always taking off on like saturday right uh so anyway so there's something to be said for that like Mm -hmm. flying you're going damn near across the country right um so yeah yeah so i'll i'll put that against the eagles in that regard but and then obviously kyler murray i mean hit to me at any minute he can he can just go off for sure so who knows? Um, but I oh, and then also divisional implications, right? So yeah. the more you guys lose, benefits us, right? Um, so now this is the time of the season since we're all pretty much in contention. I'm going to be petty towards the other teams <laughs> in our division. Yeah, it's gonna um, go back and forth. Yeah, Marcus and I will remain friends. We'll remain brothers. It's just what it is. But um, yeah, so yeah, I mean it's a petty clause. That's what I am. That's right. It's almost Christmas. Petty mm. clause. So. Um, Next up, we have Washington um, against Seattle. Seattle comes here. And Alex Smith is not playing. Alex Smith is not playing. He was ruled out earlier today. So I'm going to go Seattle in this situation. Okay. Um, DK, like is the type of receiver where he only needs one route. (laughs) I don't care what anybody says. Mm Mm-hmm. Even though he'll run, he'll run like two or three. Like when I actually saw this man catch the ball over the middle, and T.J. Edwards or Singleton or somebody lined him up, and they just bounced off of that man's abs. Like that was that was it for me. I was like, well, I guess the game's over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like our literally our best run stuffers just bounce off this man's like stomach. So it's all good. But yeah, like you can't stop that man. Um, Chris Carson's a problem. Russell Wilson, you have to try to contain him. Right. Um, I think they're gonna do, uh, they're gonna dominate time of possession, and um, I mean Lockett really hasn't been doing much lately, but he is still a problem. So uh, overall, I think that they find a way to get it done, mainly because of the fact that Alex Smith isn't at the helm right now. 
Um, but yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Seattle here. Mm-hmm. Um, main main reason, um, Alex Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that it would be. How do I say it? That it wouldn't be tough sledding if we had Alex Smith. Right. Clearly, there's some sort of a chemistry thing. Obviously, yeah. it's got a lot to do with Alex being a veteran, him like being a good veteran. Right. Um, that our offense for is weapon deficient as we are. I think have been playing well. Um, obviously, with the loss of um, Antonio Gibson in the Steelers game, mm-hmm. that didn't help either. So he was out last week. He'll be out again this week. Um, but yeah, man, with Alex Smith not being in, mm-hmm. I was going to pick Seattle anyway. Right. Again, I'm dying on the sword of this superstition thing. <laughs> um, it's worked four weeks in a row. Um, at some point, it's just not going to work, right? Like, so I... <laughs> For all you people out, like, I actually do not believe in superstition. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, I will root hard for our team, clearly. Um, I just think, well, I'll give the keys to the victory later right. um, in the show. But, no, um, I'll, I'm, I'm going to take Seattle. So, next up, we have uh, Browns at Giants. Oh, the Browns going to monkey stomp these dudes. Um <laughs> That run game is too vicious. Yes, the Giants have a legit defense, but like I said, I, I believe in Kareem Hunt and I believe in Nick Chubb. Um, that what they do um, on the on the ground and the fact that they took the ball out of um, Baker Mayfield's hands for the most part. Yeah, he didn't have to do a ton. He doesn't have to do a ton anymore. I mean, granted, he will like he can gash you with that deep ball. Like, yeah, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got an arm, but he doesn't have to. So I'm definitely going to go with the the Browns in this situation. Um, I'm going to go Browns too because again, um, petty claws, right? Um, it's the Giants. I really need them to lose <laughs> because again, <laughs> assuming we're going to take that L uh, against Seattle, um, we can't have the Giants win. Right. Um, the Browns need a dominant performance. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I think the Giants are ready to get got in yep. that regard. I think they're ready to get embarrassed. Yep. Um, hopefully the Browns score, I don't know, like 51 or something. Something like um, it. I didn't follow up on the Giants injury report, but there was something. So Daniel Jones did play last week. He did. Um, but I was seeing or hearing, actually, I was listening to the radio. They were saying something about he may not play mm-hmm. this week. Right. So Colt McCoy uh, will go. Right. So he, Cole. but it's it's interesting. So people are believing in him for some strange reason because he started when they beat Seattle. So mm-hmm. um, who knows? They seem like a dumpster fire over there. Right. We'll um, see. Yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, I'm gonna go Browns too. So for the final game, uh, we're going Chiefs Saints. Who you got? <sighs> Patty McPat, Pat, my man, Pat Mahomes and the, and the Chiefs, man. Like, when I say this over and over again, when your slowest receiver is Sammy Watkins. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what are you going to do? And the fact that we we got him, like my, my Eagles with Jalen Rager and, and God knows who else. Just kidding. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, um, Dallas Goddard, even Zach Ertz showed up. We'll get into more of that later on. But when you have guys that are that quick and that fast, um, 
yeah, you're not beating them. And on top of that, you got Le'Veon Bell and Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Damian Williams at running back. Have fun with that. Right. Have fun with that. Yeah. Um. So I'll go ahead and take one for the team, right? And I'll pick the Saints. The reason Ooh. being, so for, C- for, for the previous three games, Marcus and I both ended up picking the same team to win, right? right. So we don't want to end in a tie. Nah. Um. So maybe that'll be the equalizer. Um, I'll pick the Saints there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough sledding, right? Almost basically for anybody to um, beat the Chiefs. But if there's one thing I'll say, yes, the Chiefs are winning. Mm-hmm. No, they're not killing people. They're not killing people this if, year. That is if, exactly yeah. right. So if you look back, you know, like last year, I mean, they were just routing. They were just, just steamrolling people. Um, they even got to a point where they may be down or the game may be close, but in the fourth quarter, it's like they just switch into another gear right. and they would just run away with it, a la the Super Bowl. Yep. You saw what they did. They were down. Um, and it's weird because, I mean, clearly their offense is, like, stacked. Yep. Their defense is okay. Yep. Um, they'll probably win that game. I think it's going to take a lot, everything the Saints have on offense. Yep. And then for their de- – is, is their defense still ranked number one? Uh, I'm if not if not one, they're still top three. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. So either way, yeah, they that defense has to be stout for sure. You know what I mean, like beyond stout. Yep. And what was interesting, clearly the Eagles' offense is not what the Chiefs' offense is, right? But y'all figured it out. But I mean, we do both say that, right? Any given Sunday, yep, anything can happen. That's why they play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we just decided winners and losers and Super Bowl, you know, predictions on paper, then what's the fun in that? They still got to go out there and play. The fun in that. Yep. So, all right. So that's our week fifteen picks. Again, we changed up kind of how we were doing it. Yep. We realized that doing all the games kind of took a long time. User. Um. So let's swing into um some nfl news so i did hear the other day that the league is not planning on doing any sort of like bubble for the rest of the year and and the playoffs um it seems like they pretty much left it up to the organizations that if they wanted to do it on a volunteer like uh, excuse me volunteer basis right then they could um what is your thought on that for me it it all depends on you know is your team really in contention or are they really not so is it worth going with the same status quo situation that you've been running all season and you know you're going into the playoffs and you know that your team is pretty good and why why you know why rattle the bus why why shake up what, what works right but, you know, there's always the chance that something can happen to where one guy gets COVID and infects the whole team. Um, I mean, a lot of the Ravens, like I'm pretty sure it was one or two guys that came into the locker room, had COVID, and then the whole team was screwed up. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's no. I'm one of those people where if I can do something proactively to, pre- to prevent something and my team is a legit contender for the Super Bowl, um, as a head coach, as a GM, as a front office. Um, all right, guys, um, we're going to pack it up. We're going to chill in this. We're going to chill in X, Y, and Z hotels throughout the playoffs mm-hmm. um, based on if you have home field advantage or not. And, you know, take bring your Xbox, you know what I'm saying? Um, bring all your snacks. Um, we Got to have those snacks. Got to have all, all the snacks, all the quarantine all, snacks, all the snacks, all the fruit snacks, everything. And we're going to be chilling out. 
and it's either you want it or you don't. And if you don't agree to it, I mean, see you later. Um, you can chill out at home because we're in this for the championship. So I'm a fan of the bubble if your team is a legit contender. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, so I, I largely agree with you there. Um, we saw how well it worked for the NBA. Right. We saw how well it worked for the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball didn't go to a bubble, really. Um, nope. Now, they did have the way that they did the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it was just the championship series. There was, like, neutral sites. Mm-hmm. So they weren't traveling to – it might have been the whole playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. It's weird that baseball felt like it was six years ago, actually. It really does. Yeah, and it just <laughs> ended in, like, what, October. Yep. Um, but so they did what I would consider, like, a modified type of bubble. Mm-hmm. But – yeah, if I'm the NFL, if I'm this or like these organizations, um, especially if you know, okay, hey, we're we're going into the playoffs, mm. um, why not do some sort of a bubble ish situation where right. you know your team hotel, even during the week, right when you're home practicing, mm-hmm. team team hotel, um, shuttle back and forth, yep. like to the facility, mm-hmm. back to the hotel. Um, if you went from the first round all the way to the Super Bowl, it really is just a couple of weeks. Right. You know, it's like you got to think like, to me, in my opinion, maybe it's just because I've been in the military, like mm-hmm. people in the military. And then there's other jobs. Right. Right. Um, that send you away from your family, you know, and you could be in a war zone, harm's way, um, you know, places like that. And you clearly aren't getting paid <laughs> what these NFL players are getting paid. Facts. So it's like you can do it. Um, and mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like they should, you know, right. but, um, it doesn't seem like they're going to, I just thought it was an interesting topic, right. especially now that there's, you know, still like, obviously the COVID stuff is jumping off. Like mm-hmm. you just heard Mario earlier when we were talking to him, Yep. California pretty much like shut down. Yep. Um, cases here in Maryland are no joke either. Oh, they're jumping, man. Yep. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. And so you just see it going up, um, all over now obviously there's the vaccine and mm-hmm. things like that so hopefully you know things get better mm-hmm. uh, quickly but right here we are and then in other news lewis riddick it's currently the broadcaster on the monday night football crew mm-hmm. um obviously long time analyst with espn yep um dude is amazing he's smart very he's, smart so he's in contention or in the running in the talks whatever you want to say with the um, Houston Texans for their GM position and they're also saying that the Lions are showing interest as well do you see him landing a GM job this go around if so where yeah he's gonna land it in Philly <laughs> he ain't going to Philly <laughs> nah le- legitimately <laughs> I wish no I think he will because he is a respected football mind period mm-hmm. he has the level of cachet if you will that can turn around a franchise within the period of three years um i believe in his football knowledge i believe in what he what i believe he can do as a gm um mm-hmm. he's very like as far as like if you even look at his his interviews and what he does breaking down film and breaking down tape and discuss and even before the draft like discussing talent period oh yeah he's usually on point yeah um you very rarely can like challenge things that he says so overall um that translating into the gm position i think he'd be perfect for an organization to take him up 
and put him as a point man and literally flip a franchise. Yeah, for sure. So to me, um, so I agree with literally everything you said. Um, For me, I feel like the better fit or where I would like to see him go and succeed would be somewhere like the Lions Mm -hmm. because they've had a few years where they were like on the cusp of getting like to the playoffs, possibly making a run, things of that nature. Stuff happens for whatever reason. Mm Mm-hmm. And they just fall off. I feel like him as a GM would bring stability right. to that place as far as um, picking or like, you know, scouting and selecting players, mm-hmm. making decisions in the draft. Yep. Um, now, clearly to me, he would have to get paired with a good coach. Matt Patricia is out of there. <laughs> so if they can get him right, if yeah. they can get Lewis Riddick in there, yep. typically how I would like to see it is your GM is picking your coach. Yep. Um because they clearly have to gel, they have to vibe, they have to have some sort of a relationship there. Um, so I can see that being a good spot for him to turn things around. Um, Texans, possibly, right? Who, like, how would that GM job not be attractive? Right. Because it's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. He'll be he'll be able to pretty much pick his coach. You have a good quarterback. Yep. You know, so you have some pieces there. You have some things there. Mm-hmm. Um. But either way, it'll be great to see him in Philly. <laughs> there, you heard it, this man. But just kidding. If he, if I would stay away from Philadelphia, <laughs> the 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 way y'all fans are set up, <laughs> like y'all are some emotionally unstable creatures, man. Like I cannot deny that for a second. You'd be beating up Santa Claus. stuff like So y'all would love him coming in and then you'd be burning his car down (laughs) on the way out. You know what I mean? First game y'all lose after some questionable traffic. (laughs) You know what I mean? Off with his head, you know? So, um, yeah, he could stay up out of there. He could just go to Houston and Detroit. I just feel like it's like smaller they're they're less violent um you know but anyway no <laughs> now so i thought it was cool just to sure. just to kind of kind of bring that up um i was shocked when he got hired um to do the monday night football stuff for sure not not that i'm saying he can't do it right like right. just listening to his analysis and breakdown especially of the players on the field um in real time is right. like pretty cool mm-hmm. um but i i think he's ready for the big time right and hopefully we see that, man. Um, question, Steelers. Huh, are they really trending down or did they just kind of hit like a like bump in the road? For me, it's hard to argue against 11 and 2. Yeah, Period. for sure. Yeah. So for right now, I'm going to call it, today I'm going to call it a plateau. I think that they have literally just not played up to their standard within the past few losses that they took. I think that um, for whatever reason, um, pressure's starting to get to Ben a little bit as far as, you know, that pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not getting the ball out as quick. Um, receivers are dropping passes that they normally oh, don't. His, his receivers have done him no favors over the last four Zero. weeks. Zero. The run game has not been there. Um, that's no. a problem. Connor that, just came back last week, right? Yes, he did, and he did. He hasn't done much since he's been back. So no. they've those are the things that they have to figure out. 
Um, they got to switch up the playbook. They got to they got to switch a few things up there. Um, they got to f- define themselves in the run game. If they do that, they'll be fine. That's why I'm calling it just a plateau and not literally trending down yet. Yeah. So I like that you put the yet right. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they they haven't really just been dominating people. Right. Like when you see eleven and two, or you know before they um, lost a game and mm-hmm. they were eleven and zero. Um, you would think, man, there's a dominant team, but they weren't. They weren't just manhandling teams, right? right. Um, I think this week will kind of be the litmus test, right, mm-hmm. to see where they are. If they lose this game, that's three in a row, right? I think you start getting in people's heads. That's right. In that regard, clearly the fans are going to start, you know, wondering what the hell's really going on. Yep. Well, you know how quick they switch it up. They'd be ready to fire Tomlin. That's right. Um, but I think they'll get right. I think what happened was, I don't like to say a team overlooks an opponent, but we know that it does happen. Oh, it happens. I thought they believed it was an easier route to victory against the Washington football team than it ended up being. Therefore, they lost. I think yeah. in some way, shape, or form, they were shocked that they lost. And I don't know if there was some sort of carryover mm. that went into that Bills game. Right. And they just laid another egg. Yep. So I don't know. But we've said it on this show. We've jumped up and down. Hate him or not, Mike Tomlin is a good coach. Really good coach. I think he'll have those dudes ready to go, mm-hmm. um, and they'll get back on track. I say that, but don't they play the damn Bengals this week? They play the Bengals, the two and ten Bengals, the two ten and one Bengals, actually. Right. So they better get right. If they lose this, just throw the season away. Like yeah. for them, they just just quit. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I I think I think you'll see them kind of like trend upward again. Right. Um, because you, I mean, momentum is everything, right? Like you sure. definitely need that mm-hmm. heading into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a good segue mm-hmm. to. So we're done with the NFL news. It's jump into and i'm just going to quickly do a um washington and 49ers recap Mm -hmm. but momentum is everything right so we won four in a row and it's not to say we're going to run the table but we're playing a good brand of football yep um so it's crushing that alex smith is ruled out it's Mm -hmm. crushing that he wasn't able to i think he only played a few series right in the 49ers game Mm mm-hmm I was on the road. Remember, I text you. I, I had to record it. Yep. And I came back, and it was like super chaotic when we got home. So I was trying to focus, and mm-hmm. then I went back and I tried to see like where he got injured and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff. I couldn't find it. I couldn't see it. Um, but pretty much, it's a calf strain. It just was tight. It wouldn't loosen up. They were over there trying to work on him, get him, get him loose, but right. it just didn't happen. Yes, it's the same leg that he mm-hmm. broke. So they're taking it serious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Um, I thought Dwayne Haskins' first mm-hmm. series was decent. Right. Um, but then after that, I mean, we just got back to seeing classic, and, and I put that in quotes, classic Dwayne Haskins, right? Mm-hmm. His footworks, uh, excuse me, footwork is just still some cheeks. Like, <laughs> I mean, call, I don't, call it what it is, fam. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's, just, sure. it's just cheeks, man. Like, mm-hmm. he, he, there was easy throws or easy enough throws I felt like he could have made that he didn't. Um, he threw one to Terry McLaurin as like he just was gonna force the ball into him, just straight up Rex Grossman style. And I believe he, he was like triple covered. Yeah, it didn't get picked off, but like Jesus, right? Um, 
he did throw one that got tipped and then like what appeared to be an interception but the ball hit the ground Mm -hmm. so we were lucky in that regard so he did just enough to not lose it for us but i'll tell you this we did not score an offensive touchdown that game so the final score was 23 to 15 Mm -hmm. that was the first time i want to say since the 90s of some sort that um we won a game without scoring an offensive touchdown Mm -hmm. um they got to do better than that especially if you think you're going to hang with a team like seattle right um but shout out to our defense, right? Like uh, once again, we found out Chase Young is a grown ass man. Grown man. So he did have a sack. He had a forced fumble. He had a fumble recovery. Like he scooped, scored. Right. Um, so that was his first NFL touchdown. Like he was living in Nick Mullins' lap. Right. Pause. But he he was in his face all day if you're a de- um, if you're a defensive tackle just do your best to get low because <laughs> you're not beating this man just off the edge this dude is a physical specimen uh it's it like it's one of those things where he is and i'm saying it now he is one of those once in a lifetime generational talents at defensive end where there's just nothing you can do yeah and i mean that it's was a, he's a problem yeah and 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 so that was kind of everyone's take like all the the draft experts and stuff right when they were going through they kept saying you know generational talent um this kid this kid is special man um smart as hell yeah he's i i say it week in and week out the way he can stop on a dime and change directions and fair. go after that ball carrier and then to get there quickly it's not fair is ridiculous um montez sweat he Hands. plays huge like the way he elevates and gets his hands up and blocks down pads. This is like what three, four weeks in a row now. That's what I'm saying. Like he's just batting balls down. Deron Payne does the same thing. Yep. Um, all those guys were getting busy, man. Um, Cam Curl, shout out to him. He had a pick six. Mm. Um, Josh Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on the Burgundy Network podcast that I listen to. Right. He predicted it on his <laughs> on his podcast that when they were mm-hmm. previewing the um 49ers the Washington game he he said it Cam Crow have a pick six and mm-hmm. he did um so I mean that was huge man now it looks like um DeShazer Everett is going to be out for us at oh, safety gosh. um okay. he'll be on the IR so he'll be out the rest of the year so Jeremy Reeves mm-hmm. young cat he's in a step up um but right. I thought he's played well in spots when he's when he's in there mm-hmm. um but you know our boy Bug Rivera well, had, had him guys right for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, it, I mean, it was a great defensive performance by our, our, our guys. Four sacks, mm-hmm. um, you know, a couple fumbles, scoop score, pick six. I mean, it was all the things that you can ask for um, in any defense, right? So um, how they beat Seattle, man, Lord only knows. Uh, it's going to take another stellar, like, performance from the defense, like right. straight up. Like, they're going to have to want it. They're going to have to understand – that they're going to be on the field quite a bit. I don't see Dwayne Haskins putting together long drives, right. like, you know, consistently enough mm-hmm. to give that defense a rest. Mm-hmm. Now that poses a problem because Russell Wilson is going to tire out our defense with his little ass running around <laughs> and, and just, you know, shake and bake. He's just like a bad toddler. He's just like, sit down, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so, I mean, he's, he's going to be running around there, but, it, but there's one thing that I'll say though, right? Like clearly Seattle's defense isn't that great. Um, they're not their offense, obviously with the weapons that they have with DK, um, Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. um, 
Is there who's their running back? Chris yeah. Carson. Oh, he's he's back. Yeah, he's been back a couple weeks, right? Right. Yeah. So anything. So now I'm okay. Like I feel confident with us against the run. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been. I think we're to what top five. Top five in, in run defense. We're we were number one in um, red zone defense. Um, I think we were what number ranked number four overall mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we have the pieces, the confidence, like we have everything working in our favor on defense to right. slow down their offense. Mm-hmm. And if our offense can click just enough, I think there's a chance, right, that they can edge out um, Seattle's defense. Seattle's offense, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, offensive line issues. Um, yeah. So we should be able to get to Russell Wilson. I mean, he's always one of the most sacked quarterbacks. Right. Um, they just can't. They can't get too excited if 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 that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Rushing up the field, like they're gonna have to play their assignments because Russell Wilson will just run by you. Oh, for sure. So you know they're just gonna have to play gap sound. They're gonna have to play disciplined football. Um, and then on offense everybody needs a bible and they need to pray on it right that haskins looks like an nfl quarterback sunday um again i i just don't like i mean hell even if he was listening to this podcast for some strange ass reason like i don't knock him as a person i don't even think like i'm not saying he's not ever gonna be any of that it's just right just looking at it and and we're just a couple of dummies you know what I mean? Like <laughs> watching football, but but we see it. Like we see like his footwork is right. just not that good. His right. decision making is just not that good. Yep. Like he takes unnecessary sacks. Like yep. get the ball out. You don't see what you're going to. And then also, furthermore, take what the defense gives you. Do not ever throw into triple coverage. <laughs> like don't. Like what what would possess you to do that? You are not Brett Favre. No. Not even Dante Culpepper, bro. Not at all. <laughs> like Take what the defense gives you. I don't give a damn if it's 15 passes underneath to J.D. McKissick. Right. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. Uh, fantasy puts – somebody better put J.D. McKissick on their fantasy. If they haven't over the last couple of weeks, when the dude gets targeted week in and week out. Obviously, Gibson is going to be out again, so it'll be heavy with um, McKissick. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just take what the defense gives you, man. Like, right. don't don't be a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you've literally been watching Alex Smith for the last however many weeks. Alex Smith does not light you up, really. Like, no. he's, he's not known for that. Just take what the defense gives you. Like, get the ball out. Don't take sacks. Like, don't hurt your team. Don't right. get yourself, like, out of field goal range, things of that nature. So, right. um that's what I got. Again, I'm still going to pick Seattle. Um, this one's more 50-50. I said last week was like 80% superstition, mm-hmm. and the other 20% is because they're an NFL team and the 49ers can beat you. Right. Um, but this one is more 50-50, right? I'm 50% confident our team can get the win, but then 50% superstition. So why don't you go ahead and let us know about your Eagles beating the Saints. <sighs> the hell was that that was crazy so my man's jalen Hurts said hold my cheesesteak from gyms not gino's or pat's because everybody know that like from the philly area knows Ooh, straight trash right yeah it's got to be from gyms <laughs> got to be from ishka bubbles he said hold my water ice yes we call it water ice it's an oxymoron forget about it you know what i'm saying um hold my philly pretzel and don't forget to hold this l hold <laughs> this l saints get him Hold this L. Why? Because you guys had no idea what was about to be thrown at you. You want to know why? Because 
Dougie P sucks at calling plays, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Dougie P called a great game. There were 36 runs between Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, and Boston Scott. We ran the damn ball. Mm-hmm. We ran the damn ball. We ran the damn ball. I so, told you if so, if y'all if y'all run the ball, <laughs> run like like I, I said it before. Like if you go back to like five weeks ago, where Miles Sanders was the number one running back in yards per carry. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a damn fluke. This dude can flat out run. He gets busy in space in between tackles and guards. It doesn't matter. This dude gets busy. Mm-hmm. So overall, it was a solid first showing for Jalen Hurts. Yes, he ran a lot, but he also completed passes. He would have completed 60% of his passes if they didn't uh, call the uh, Zach Ertz uh, toe tap, uh, I think it was like on third oh, or fourth down. Yeah, um, that would have been that would have been sixty percent uh, passes completed. But overall, he he made the right decisions. He did things that Carson Wentz did not do consistently. He consistently took what the defense gave him. Um, if the first or second read wasn't there, he was taking off. Or if he recognized that he had enough time and he was comfortable within that pocket, and it eventually collapsed, he climbed the pocket and mm-hmm. hit a play. Yeah. Carson Wentz has completely abandoned that line of thinking. Can I can I jump in there? You are absolutely right, and and it was one thing that I, I I just meant to text you about. Right, watching him, excuse me, watching him climb that pocket, beautiful. Yeah, instead of like turning around and running and then right. thinking you're gonna like swoop around on somebody no right. he stepped into the pressure climbed yep. that pocket yep. that's what you need so I, th- I thought he did great in that regard for sure absolutely um making the correct read most of the time and it was one of those things where uh dougie p using the rpo system helped him out tremendously because time and time again for whatever reason the saints did not adjust they did not try to contain and stay home on Jalen Hurts. They just let this man run all over him, and he did it all game. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, he had he put up 115 yards on the ground. Miles Sanders had 106. Right. But a majority of Miles Sanders' yards was from that 82-yard, uh, that ghost trip that he took down the field. Oh, he couldn't yeah, touch yeah. that, man. I saw that in the highlights. Oh, it was beautiful. Um, there was that on defense. We got an interception because um, uh, Taysom Hill, uh, and that was the problem with the Saints. They kept leaving this dude in the pocket. I couldn't believe it. He is not a, a stay-in-the-pocket type of guy. Basically, we ran the type of offense they should have been running all game. And they <laughs> literally just let this man sit back there and, and had this man thrown all game. That is not Taysom Hill's game. Nope. Um, so there was that. Um, of course, Alvin Kamara is going to Alvin Kamara. Um, even Faux uh, show. Even uh, what's his face? Um, Thomas got off. Uh, and he's been, he hasn't been having a great season. But he got off against us. Um <laughs> And part of that is because that we were playing a mainly soft zone, stay in front of you, bend, but don't break type of defense. We've gotten away from the man type situation that we played against Seattle, which Mm -hmm. is starting to irritate me. Um, We did lose um, Avante Maddox. We lost um, Darius Slay with a uh, with a concussion. They thought it was a leg thing, but it wasn't. It was it was a concussion situation. Mm -hmm. Um, We lost uh, Rodney McLeod. Um, He actually popped his Achilles. Oh, Oh, it was Achilles, or a- I'm pretty sure it was his Achilles or an ACL situation, but he's done for the season. Ouch. So um, we are wearing pretty thin um, in the secondary. That's been pretty decent all season. Um, mm-hmm. Sanders got loose. Um, so back to that 82-yard run, Quan Alexander, number 58, decided to try to run a backdoor situation and left the safety on an island when you know what Miles Sanders can do. You 
if you have a running back that literally can has a controlled burst, and what I mean by that is they literally try to deceive you with their speed, and they mm-hmm. know that they can hit the hole and then just take off when they see nothing but green space in front of them. If you're if you if you're playing one on one against a running back like Miles Sanders or even uh, and, uh, Gibson over there in uh, in, in Washington uh, mm-hmm. football land. The last thing you want is a one-on-one situation with a dynamic running back like that because they will put one foot in the ground and leave you in the dust, and that's exactly what happens. Um, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill was getting sacked. He was getting hit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was a definite problem that they were having. Um, they just could not get out of their own way for whatever reason. I don't know why they try to make it make him look like a legit pocket passer, but that's not his game. Um, overall, though, aside from the Hurts fumble. It was the biggest and first complete game that they've played all season. All season on both sides of the pole. I'm sorry, both sides of the ball. They played complimentary football, and I absolutely loved it. Um, overall, this was a great game. Um, it was a great statement game. Now, getting a little bit away from the game, thinking about you know the whole Carson Wentz, um, Jalen Hurts you know, quarterback controversy situation. Mm-hmm. Pump your brakes. It's one game. <laughs> as excited as I was for getting this W over the Saints, it was one game. Um, Carson Wentz, he still has that 59-ish million dollar cap hit going into next year if we move off of him. Um, it's I think it's like 30-something after that. So we have to be mindful of the money situation I mean, there are places where he can go, where he would be successful, where we could potentially move off of him. But you got to be pretty confident in what your successor would be doing on a night in, night out basis. Mm -hmm. And to be frank, we just don't have that much data yet. Yes, he had a great game against the number one defense in the league. But on the flip side, they had no tape. They had no idea what we were going to run. And they didn't adjust. And they didn't, on the offense, they didn't play to Taysom Hill's strengths. Those are just facts. Right. So until we can legit see Jalen Hurts put together a string of wins and the system is working, I really can't pull the plug on Carson Wentz yet because we literally invested that much money and that much capital and that much time into him. I think there are more issues elsewhere, like our offensive line that's aging, like uh, the fact that we don't have any linebackers. Um, the play calling, um, the drafting from uh, Howie Roseman. That's why I kept calling out for um, uh, Riddick to come through and, mm-hmm. and take over and flip our franchise, things like that. Um, but like I said, um, it was a great game. I'm interested to see um, Jalen Hurts against the Cardinals and seeing what he can do there. Um, as far So moving into that, as far as keys to victory, um, we absolutely have to continue to run the ball point blank period that's number one as bad as our offensive line has allegedly been these guys can freaking run block man like they they love to run block they love to get out in space they jason kelsey i mean uh, likes to get out there and and lay some wood on some linebackers and some uh, some defensive linemen to to spring either sanders um or boston scott uh or even uh jordan howard when he gets his two touches a game but um (laughs) that's another argument for another day um So making sure that we're running the ball, making sure that we're continuing with that RPO style, making sure that hopefully our linebackers fill gaps and and run schemes uh, defensively. Um, Hopefully um, we will have our uh, guys like, um, what's his face? 
Derek Barnett's fine. Hopefully, BG will be healthy. Um, guys like uh, what's that guy's name? Josh Sweat. That dude. First off, we got him in like the fourth or fifth round of that draft, mm-hmm. and he has been a stud off the edge um, as our third defensive end. Um, hopefully, Darius Slay will be available. Um, Avante Maddox. He's done for the year. Um, his knee. Um, in my opinion, I think he's he he might be done for the year. Um, Jack Driscoll's a, he's out. Um, but you know we're gonna keep on ticking. Um, I honestly believe that if we can play the same level of complimentary football that we played against the Saints, I think we can get these Cardinals. Um, but like you said earlier, it's gonna be a tough uphill battle because of the fact that we are traveling. Um, there is that time zone issue. Um. You know, uh, Carson Wentz, you know, I don't trust his, you know, water management skills at this point. <laughs> um, I'm 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 very hesitant to even let him even hold the clipboard just based on his play this season. Um, and that's a that's a gem for all those people who have been saying that I haven't been critical of Carson Wentz. He's been playing terrible point blank period. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I think we will probably end up losing that game because of the fact that we have trouble stopping the run, that we have trouble against top tier, top five receivers and things of that nature, but we still got a shot. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, I will say if you do come out and you continue to run the ball, like I was stomping on the floor last week to say, (laughs) literally that was like one of the kids that was like the key to victory of of beating the saints is to be able to run the ball, to run the ball, control that, control the clock. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, do, do those things. It's Mm -hmm. what you, that's been your guys's identity. Yep. I think again, I told you they would simplify the playbook. Yep. You know, let the game slow down as best it can Mm -hmm. for Hurts. Um, So who knows, man? I thought that that was a good formula to beat a very good team. So now you guys are going to be playing a mediocre team. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just joking. The Cardinals aren't mediocre. They're pretty (laughs) damn good. The Cardinals are good. No, but um, they're clearly going to be trying to stop what you guys did last week. Oh, for sure. It'll be it'll be tough now that like I said now that that kid's on tape, but yep. I think I think the winning formula for you all definitely starts with the run for sure. So yeah, man. So that about does it. Uh, did you want to get that holiday question? No, hang on. Before we do that, we've been pushing this off since the Thanksgiving episode because yep. everything's been within the interest of time. Yep. So earlier in the year, Marcus and I, just like pretty much every other sports radio show or podcast or, mm-hmm. you know, friends shooting the breeze, you pick, you know, you do your Super Bowl predictions. Right. Based on where everything is now, who's been trending up, who's been trending down, those types of things, has your Super Bowl prediction changed? I believe you and I both picked, what, Seattle and Kansas City? Seattle and Kansas City. For me, it changed on the NFC side. I think that teams are going to have problems with the Packers in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the way that Aaron Rodgers is playing right now, it is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Him, Devontae Adams, um, Jones, the running back, like they are just dirty. Even even Williams is a problem. Like he was their number one when Jones got there. Not anymore. (laughs) So like overall as a team i find teams having a hard time to beat aaron rodgers with his decision making with his touch on the football still got an arm this dude like tit for tat is looking way better than tom brady is out there mm-hmm. um the 
play calling is beautiful. Overall, like I said, I think the NFC is the Packers conference to lose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm definitely not on the Seattle train for them to get to the Super Bowl for the reasons of their defense just really isn't that great. They don't have a pass rush. Their offensive line is poo at times. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't think they overall have enough to really get there. Um, Some people seem to be high on the Rams. I'm not. Mm -mm. Um, I'm not high on the Saints. I feel like we see this out of the Saints year in and year out. Um, They have amazing regular seasons. They get past the first round, maybe the second, but it's like something wonky always happens. Um, They're definitely not winning without Drew Brees. I don't know when he'll be back. Um, So I would, I would pretty much have to lean towards the Packers as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Clearly we've seen stranger things happen with teams who quote unquote back their way into the playoffs and make a deep run or win the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know that we'll see that type of Cinderella story <laughs> out of any of the teams. I mean, hell, nope. yeah, I'm a fan of Washington. If you just go back and you look at the numbers over the last couple of weeks, don't give a damn who the team was that we've been playing. Mm-hmm. They've been playing better football, right? So yep. you would say they're trending in a in a sneaky way mm-hmm. that if they ended up winning the division and getting in, and we're not too far off from like the last wild card slot either. All we nope. need is the Vikings to take a few more L's, which they're capable of doing. Yep. Um, but... I don't I don't see us. I just don't think we have enough on offense mm-hmm. to really get it there. And I get it. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. But right. um no, I think you're absolutely right. I think you'd have to go heavy favorites Packers, right? Yep. Um AFC clearly is the the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um I could see Tennessee giving some people some problems. Oh, for sure. Derrick Henry's in full grown man mode. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is the the time where they start kicking it into that other gear mm-hmm. and start, you know, basically getting in that playoff form. So we'll see. But, yeah, no, um, AFC prediction still the, the, the Chiefs. But I'll, I'll say the Packers will will make it to the to the Super Bowl. For sure. Before we get into your holiday question, I forgot to mention it earlier. So the Chargers Raiders game last it was the last night's game, Thursday mm-hmm. night game. Um that was a hell of a game, man. It was so a great game. Chargers won in overtime, thirty to twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, let's talk about Mariota. That kid, he played well. He he's gonna mess around and cop a starting job next season. Um, people forgot, like kid can ball. Um, he can run, makes decent decisions throwing. Um, I thought he threw a few like dime pieces. Few dime last pieces last night. Um, he did have a couple of INTs, mm-hmm. um, but he's still, in my opinion, he could in the right system, he can be a starting quarterback in the league, like without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, Josh, not in Washington. Not, but also, not I was, it's funny, I was talking to a friend of mine, April Murphy. She's a diehard Raiders fan. So is her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he bought season tickets. But, um, yeah, so Josh Jacobs, that dude is a monster. He's so good, man. So damn good, like hitting the hole. Pause. Um, and then... <laughs> Moving. This is a family show, Mark. Family show, sorry. So, like, <laughs> legit, this dude injured his knee, went into the tent, came back with a band aid on it, and probably juiced that. He probably couldn't feel it. Right. And this dude is still, like, getting low and taking dudes out. Yeah. 
problem. Yeah, he's tough, man. Tough guy. Like the way, but the way he runs, it's like he he's so smooth, like fluid, like getting right. through. And like he finds those cutback lanes, disgusting. Like, and he's hard to bring down yep. for what seems like a little quote unquote little ish guy, you know. Um, yeah, but did you did you happen to hear what Carr's injury was? It looks like some sort of a groin muscle or something. I think it's a groin thing. Yeah, so I don't know how long he'll be out, but overall. So the reason that I highlighted like the Ravens Browns and then the mm-hmm. Chargers Raiders game is because they're like prime time games that were like entertaining for sure. Because for the most of, most of the season, like matchups would be like hyped up on paper, but then right. it's like a dud once the game starts. So um, I thought that one was good. I actually stayed up all the way through the end for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I thought it, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good game. Yep. I thought the Raiders were gonna win. Mm-hmm. They they definitely had many opportunities, um, sure. but I mean they both had opportunities to put it away yep. in regulation. This was like twenty four twenty four, and then they both ended up. Um, yeah, I think that was the final score going into overtime. Right. So like legit. So let's say that you have Marcus Mariota and Josh Jacobs lined up, you know, at the one goal line situation. You know for a fact everybody is keying in on Josh Jacobs to mm-hmm. take that thing into the end zone why didn't you run a fake handoff situation and sneak and sneak Mariota off on the backside for the touchdown yeah for or the try light, to hit Witten or try to hit or somebody or like or even uh Waller that dude is a problem Wall- Wall- he's so I, good I, man. I, that is a big dude and he is the dude can catch everything crazy catch radius that dude was a problem late in that game yeah um but why didn't you try something that would have worked that was better than what friggin chucky called i don't i think he got in his own head for whatever reason mm-hmm. and he, he just forgot to keep it simple but that was that was a super blown opportunity that that made me mad but <laughs> it is what it is yeah no and, and and it was good to see the chargers get a win right oh, for because sure. i i felt like they already had anthony lynn's bus pass not like, like ready to go oh for sure and not only that you know every time you see uh justin herbert he's got more acne and he's stressed out and you know not enough proactive <laughs> in the world to fix that but nah just kidding um he had a, he had a pretty good game you know um and not only that you know they limited they started limiting um keenan allen's reps because oh, of I, the fact that he just kept throwing towards keenan allen i mean i mean <laughs> thinking about it who wouldn't right oh yeah of but course. there's just certain times where you really you just got to ignore that you know as, as great of a, as great as a receiver he is you got to spread the ball around so yeah yeah and i thought eckler ran pretty well oh for which, sure which, i mean he he, he does like a yeah, week in a week out but yeah i thought i thought he played well yeah. um so to wrap up the show let's go ahead and get into that uh question so for people again who haven't listened in a while or at all first of all welcome back or or welcome but so marcus and i we try at the end of each episode to like pretty much ask each other a question that has like nothing to do with sports yep so do you have any like crazy weird insane like holiday stories as far as christmas like maybe an experience that you had shopping or something that happened on christmas day christmas eve something Mm. well so i used to work at colhan right mm-hmm. so for those of you who don't know it's like a, a high-end ish like um uh, shoe store um let's go so it was in tyson's too shout out to tyson's virginia mclean let's go um and i was working there and i remember this lady uh came in to return some shoes and 
it was like the holidays because I just remember being super busy. I had just gotten out of the Air Force too, so I just needed a job. Um, so I was like, all right, cool. I'll I'll work here. Yeah. Um, this lady brings back these shoes and she's like <laughs> crying, but seems angry. Right. So I was like, ma'am, can I help you? And she just like kind of shoves the shoes at me. And so I was like, oh, wow. That's where you went wrong. Karen. Right there. Like, right. And then um, I was like, what, how can I help you with these shoes? And she's like, I need you to return them. And I said, or take them back. And I said, okay, is there anything wrong with them? Then she starts like rushing me. So I'm like, no, nah, you're you going to let me get my <laughs> spiel out. Like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, I read the employee handbook. Like, I'm supposed to ask these questions. You're going to let me ask these questions. Yeah, right. So then I said, okay. I was like, but is there anything wrong with them? Like, right. I said, we can return them. I was like, I had to just put a reason in this computer as to why you're returning them. <laughs> do they make your feet hurt? Like, are, right. are, are they ripped? Are they defect? Like, what's For going sure. on? And then she's like, she still just didn't answer my questions. So right. I said, okay. Um, Ma'am, do you have the receipt? She goes. I don't have time for this. She's like, my friend is in the hospital. And I say, mm. so, but at that point, this I knew I was not made, made for retail. <laughs> I have too smart of a mouth, right? So I said, why in the hell are you returning shoes and you're worried about, like, your friend is in the hospital. Right. And you are sounding urgent. Right. So, like, either way, what you're not going to do is rush me with these shoes. Fast. You know, so that, like, pissed me off because then she should try to pull the whole it's christmas time and then like, okay mm -hmm. ma'am um and yeah just <laughs> have have many seats right. so overall the, the the point with that is it's just with the holiday shopping clearly this year covid makes it a little bit different but just right. you know like the holiday it, it's it's just funny how it's supposed to be holiday cheer festive season all this stuff and you deal with assholes like that yeah in stores mm -hmm. or somebody trying to knock you over the head to take your your walmart bags because they think you got a playstation in there or something crazy yeah how about you all right so i made the genius decision to get all of my christmas shopping done in one day yesterday mm. and that's exactly <laughs> what i did i literally got i clocked out at four was on the road and hitting up different stores from four to almost ten thirty uh yesterday mm-hmm so one of my final stops was at Walmart, right? So I get in line and, you know, Walmart, you, you never know what you're going to get, you know, no. uh, with, the, with the type of uh, customers that walk through there, whether they're half dressed, um, whether you're seeing arguments or something crazy, whatever. That's just how Walmart gets down. Typically, you can find me at a Target. Um, but, you know, Walmart was there. I decided to stop because I needed gift cards. So I get in line and I'm sitting there. I'm usually a patient guy, you know, working in education, things like that. You know, you naturally have patience. And then wait till you have kids. Right. <laughs> and then the conversation between the customer and the cashier started dragging on. <laughs> and I usually like to ignore that kind of thing. And then I started listening. This lady pulled out a quote unquote cashier's check and was trying to buy what? about $400 worth of gear items you know electronics with a quote-unquote cashier's check so if you don't know me i was a former teller when i was about 18 19 um and you know my teller senses started tangling and i was looking at the check over her shoulder i couldn't have literally i could have literally drawn a better check than what she was handing the cashier <laughs> it was that obvious that it was a fake and 
poor cashier, older lady, you could tell this was a retirement job, mm-hmm. called over her her manager and the manager knew what was up. And, you know, you're usually trained to not cause a scene just to turn the situation and get the person out of the store because obviously it's a fake. And that's what she did. Um, and but the lady didn't want to leave. So she was like, OK, well, I'll just use a different form of payment. So she takes that check, sticks it back in her pocket and takes out another fake check so i'm like it was blowing my mind and mind you this is like 10 o'clock at night i'm tired you know i was administrating for a whole day like i almost <laughs> said something and i'm not t- i'm not the type to really speak up on stuff like that and get into other people's business right so the lady just kept going she was like all right bet so the the manager was like all right cool so we need to see some id this is where it gets fun she pulls so she hesitates for a second pulls out a ex- an expired fake id it was an expired pennsylvania id First thought was, that is the fakest ID I've ever seen in my life. Second, if you're truly from Pennsylvania, I should be calling the health department because you shouldn't even be here right now. So it was oh, yeah, one, COVID restrictions. Exactly. You so, your ass, man. <laughs> right. So I'm getting more mad as the situation's going on, not <laughs> because of what's going on in front of me. I had this dude who was who, and God forgive me, who came off like a, a like a crackhead something where he was breathing down my neck. This dude is pacing back and forth. He's not, he's, he's inside of my bubble, my, my six feet bubble. Yeah. Mad, <laughs> you know, he was a physical representation of how I was feeling, trying to hop in other people's line just so he can get his Snickers and his, and his, and his, and his uh, phone card that, you know, to, to boost your minutes on your, on your Boost <laughs> Mobile. Like he was getting super upset calling people, saying this lady up in the front's holding up the line. I can't deal with this. Everybody hears the conversation. I'm just trying to maintain so I can get out this damn store. Oh Long God. story short, she walks out, leaves the cart. My man hops into another line, um, gets his Snickers and keeps it pushing. I just, I was just happy to get out of there alive. So yeah, that was my crazy Christmas story for this year. So speaking of that, real quick, right? So <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago. I was at Walmart, right? And I went through the self checkout. Like, so they got the little self checkout, right? But then they have like the. It looks like a regular register, like it should be somebody at the end, but it's not. <laughs> so Facts. I load up. I, I'm like, this guy is in front of me. He looks like he's probably our age, right? In early 30s or right. something. Um, he, you know, la, 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 scanning all his stuff. Right. And he goes to pay. I see him stick his card in the card reader. Right. And he's pressing little buttons. <laughs> and it jumps like, eh, eh, eh. So I guess he pulled out. He looked surprised. And then I was like, oh, man, his card didn't work. So... <laughs> He, I thought, okay, he's gonna step to another card or something. Right. Then the little light start flashing because I guess he needed some help or something. <laughs> lady, lady just didn't come over. I think he tried the card one more time. Did mm. not go through. Wow. So I could see the screen, the little touch screen like, yeah. that's got you know all the stuff he scanned in. Right. I could see it at this point. I said, oh, what's he gonna do? Right. I thought he was just gonna go to customer service and figure it out. No, my man's put all the because you know you swipe it or uh, scan your stuff, put it in the bag, and then you start loading the bags into the cart. Right. So you get your receipt and go. Yep. He already had his stuff in the cart. He went but didn't have a receipt. My, my man took all that stuff in his cart and didn't even pay for it. Wow. And then the lady finally walked by because I couldn't scan anything because his register still showed what he owed. And so I hit the little flashy um, button, you know, to come help me. Yeah. And I said, hey, uh, I was like, the dude just walked out with a whole bunch of groceries. But, um, you know, he. That's crazy. His stuff's still on the screen. So I need you to clear it out. She's like, oh, he just took it? I said, yeah. (laughs) And you know what? That's crazy. You know what? 
I don't condone stealing in the slightest. Like, I don't. Like, that's wrong. Of course. But at the same time, this is what happens when you keep three people up at the front, you know, running registers and running the self-checkout, you know, for uh, an entire, like, Walmart establishment. (laughs) Typically, in situations like this, because I worked in retail myself, like, you literally, when somebody even attempts to steal, I used to work at a Home Depot. Like, we had friggin', um, we had, like, like Kung Fu Larry used to come out the back, you know, swinging, like, I'm going to take you down and, you know, I'm going to call the cops and, you know, I'm going to get a few swings in. Like, that type of guy usually comes out the back. And that didn't happen. Like, you literally usually see dudes, like, drop down, you know, with the cables, like, uh, like, uh, Mission Impossible, like, through the drop ceiling, like, hey, man, you need you to put that stuff back. But that didn't happen because it's it's Walmart, you know, they get what they got so they have 327 registers <laughs> and four of them are open <laughs> and then they put in all these checkout lines it's right walmart walmart it's a is mess. a mess i'm happy terrible the, the aldi's just open let's right go up the street facts i'm gonna go there yep um but anyway so next week we're still we, so next week marcus and i still plan on doing a show yep um so to be the day before Christmas Eve. Yep. So we're back to Wednesday. This week's been crazy with Marcus and school stuff and then yep. me and, 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 and my job. So yep. we still wanted to get a podcast in. For sure. Um, so we should be able to get one regular time Wednesdays. Yep. Uh, so we can give the Thursday uh, prediction. For sure. Um, as well. So before we end the show, uh, we always encourage you guys to head on over to our website, theaveragesportsguys.com. And be sure to, um, you know, reach out to us. You can find all of our podcast episodes and all that stuff there. Uh, but again, it's AverageSportsGuys.com. This is Eddie and Marcus. This is episode 52. And we are out of here. We out. <laughs>